What's up, guys? Uh, welcome to another episode of Deviant Gentleman Podcast. My name is Shane Bitko, alongside my Uncle Tom co-host, Mr. <laughs> Tommy Vext. My name is Uncle Tommy Vext. Nice to see you. Uh, welcome, everybody. Damn. Well, let's not um, fuck about and waste any time. Uh, last week, you made somewhat of a controversial video that went viral that we have labeled here at Deviant Gentlemen, Markergate 2020. Markergate 2020, yes. So um, talk to me. Uh, why'd you make the video? You regret it? You stand by what you said? Uh, why did I make so for so anybody tuning in? Obviously, uh, you guys saw the marker video that was posted last Monday on Instagram. Uh, and I basically, you know, I'm I like I look up conspiracy theories, I like to get alternative uh information because I don't really it's it's hard to trust the mainstream media because they all the, the mainstream media platforms consistently do is give misinformation right i mean almost like it's almost feels like believing the news is believing conspiracy theories yeah i you believe know? sesame street more sesame yeah yeah it's pretty educational it is it is and it's uh you know it's uh it's not biased so anyway uh i was at my buddy i actually it was last sunday after we left t filming i went to my buddy matt's house and his kids i was explaining in a diagram what markers about a conspiracy theory which had to do with uh with with black Li with the black lives matter movement who owns it where the money goes and you know the the people and and companies who own the media who are also making money and um you know and i and i posted the video and i this is the thing a lot of people got really upset because i i made who uh, got most upset black white both uh i think just i think people who are liberal were most upset it's not it's really across the board and and to be honest with you i got probably like 50,000 messages that were positive for every 10 negative ones and so there's a thing called the trojan horse effect and so anybody who knows a Trojan horse story is Greek mythology. Look yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah. And so they, so basically, they the the two sides of like two. There are two two you know two uh, empires that are at war, and so one empire sends this Trojan horse and as a gift, and it's this big wooden horse, and they like it's a and then the emperor brings it in, and then they're but inside the horse are soldiers the, are soldiers, and they come in and they like kill everybody and take over the town. So the Trojan horse remark was racism is fake, it's not real, and it's not manufactured, and we don't have a problem with race in this country, which is not true. And we've talked about it on the show. And so those people who know me know my stance on that. However... Wait, so are you saying that that's what you used to get the information? Correct. Right. Correct. Okay. And so the conspiracy theory that... that uh, the DNC, which I must say, that's smart. Those are yeah, very good chess moves. Uh, sure, but it, it was also self-crucifying. Right, so right, I was right, had to be right. prepared for this shitstorm, and we'll get into what that shitstorm was. Right. And it was like the cancel culture. They came after me right. for one hundred percent. So, in in order to so the Trojan Tom, horse, Tommy was looking at properties in Kenya. Oh yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> people told me to go back home. <laughs> uh, but I've, but so so basically. In the so you in when you deal with the media, if there's no headline to quote, 
that can cause controversy and hysteria, they won't pick it up. Right. So the so basically the marker diagram explains in detail how the Black Lives Matter movement accepts donations. The money that goes into Black Lives Matter goes to the DNC, goes to Act Blue, which is a Democratic funded company. Uh, it also came out yesterday, Candace Owens dropped the bomb that they're not even a 501c3. I've had a 501c3 that's a nonprofit organization. I started one many years ago. I ran it for about a year with my partner. Does BLM claim to be a nonprofit? I don't know, but the but the thing is it's a private company. So they're accepting money for, they got a million dollars from Jordan and like 3.4 million dollars from Cisco like the cooking oil and there's all the there's all these weird shit that's coming out and you're like where is the money going and it's all going to the DNC. And so for campaigns. Yeah, and so when you like when you realize the movement is being pushed uh, and exploited and then there's also the Antifa effect which now you know, CNN is trying to say that Antifa doesn't exist and that Trump made it up and all this. It's so like the president of the United States made up this thing, which there are like hundreds of thousands of videos of these militarized white dudes infiltrating peaceful protests and escalating them. I saw it happen in Santa Monica. You know what I mean? I, I mean, it, it. this is how closely it affected me. I cleaned up the riots. You know, they right. shot a police officer on my corner. Right. You know, so so I'm living in this. So anyway, the whole point was there was this whole affront where the people who are funding the movement and also in in installing instigators, and then were also the people who are making money off putting it on the news, because it all goes to uh, it goes to a leftist agenda. So, in if you did that, nobody would listen to you. So I basically made a completely unfounded remark toward the end in order to incite the outrage. Which was that racism doesn't exist. No, yeah, and racism right. obviously exists. Right. I mean, you know, you, you're you an ex-white supremacist, right. and you know what I'm saying? I grew up in Brooklyn, and I trust me, I know what's up. And well, So what I, well, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. So well, what I was going to say was, you know, with since doing this podcast with you, it's opened my eyes to a lot of things, and I've started to think. doesn't mean that I have to agree with everything you say, but... Um, you know, we were just talking about prior to the show about that I've never really been invested in an election ever or gave a fuck. I was just, it's not that I was ignorant, I was just indifferent. I didn't really yeah, yeah. see how it affected me. Oh, me too. And one thing that I realized, because I've done some research lately on white supremacy and, and racism, and I still know where to find these hate groups and all that shit. And what I realized is that I, I wasn't a white supremacist, I was a racist. Mm -hmm. Because I, I feel the white supremacy thing is like this movement, kill, eradicate, this is what we want. I was just like, oh, you're a different color? Yeah, this, fuck you, fuck that, fuck this. So I'd like to retract in the fact of saying I was never a part of a group, I was never A, B, gotcha, any gotcha. of that shit. I was just a racist asshole, yeah, you know? Yeah. And that's so, the thing, and it's a learned behavior. And the other thing right. to, that we, we also, that I wanna talk about is um, the term racist. So there are many different terms. There's white supremacist, there's racist, there's prejudice, right? And prejudice are people, you know, I, to me, if you're racist, you hate other people for their, the color of their skin. Color, religion, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. And so prejudice is like having a predisposition to judging somebody 
because of these certain things, but it doesn't necessarily mean you hate them or look down on them. Right. You know, it's like someone being like, oh, Asian people can't drive or like, right. you know, Jewish people do this yeah. or like black people do this. There's like all these stand-ups. I like, hate heavy metal because Tommy Vex from Bad Wolves yeah. said racism doesn't exist. Yeah, basically. That's me being prejudiced. Uh, I guess, yeah. So, and, so, so we've re, I, I think in this current political climate, we have re, uh, re, uh, address we've renegotiated the word racism and basically what i've seen and again i'm i've been a, i was a democrat my whole life and i was raised that way and i believed that the democratic party was the party that represented the people and as i've and over the past few years like as i've done research as an adult it is that is a dubious yeah. falsehood <laughs> So, and not to say that the Republican Party is squeaky clean and great either, but you, in the face of all the happenings going on, there is an actual, you know, it seems like this year has been all randomness and nonsense. But if you learn to look at what the agenda is and what's going on, you start putting together the pieces it's and not you're like, so random. it's not random at all. And it's, we're on a schedule. And so COVID's supposed to hit again twice as high. Yeah, there'll so. be some more things. And, uh, you know, it's like I told everybody, remember, remember the 9th of September, because there's a very important political figure who's going on trial that day. And they're going to there's going to be a massive like distraction. colluded distraction, right. you know. And so when you start to see, pick up this stuff, you start realizing something's going on now. However, racism is a term that they use to mute anyone who has a mo if you're a moderate, a libertarian, or conservative, so if you have anything, or if you eat, or if you're a Democrat with a let's with conservative leanings, right. you're not allowed to say anything against the narrative that's being pushed by the mainstream media, and it's for a reason. It's because everything's owned by the same people, and you know I got muted, and I was, uh, you know, I was threatened. To be completely deplatformed, and I was—I can't name names or say things. But well, you, that's what you took the video down. Do you want to get into? No, the video was flagged and taken down. Oh, okay. Yeah, the video was because I, off of your page because it's still being shared from other people that picked it up, or is it completely? No, it's being shared. It's just, but people ripped it and reposted it, and right. it's probably hard to like find Keep out. Tracking. Yeah, so right. at the source of things, it's like mine is, is off, and that and my and I'm bottlenecked and. You know, it's, it's crazy because when I posted it, I was like, there are two two things that came to mind. I was like, people are going to get upset. I'm definitely going to lose like, you know, 100,000 followers over this. Mm -hmm. And I lost like five to 10,000, but I gained about 46,000 followers. And that just shows that there are people who are not willing to listen to the media anymore. And that and that after COVID and, and the... The riots, which the protesting and the riots were a completely contradictory to the pandemic that has kept us on an acquiescent house arrest. Right. We have all just accepted, you know, and I've, I've criticized COVID the whole time. Right. And that was like forbidden. And people, my own friends were like, grandma killer, like, oh, you know, and then th and like, dude, over the over the past two weeks, there was a document that a, over a thousand doctors signed saying that it's important to go out and have these protests as long as you're protesting for Black Lives Matter. But you cannot protest the lockdown order. What kind of... And then the news posted this, and it's like, 
it, they they have they've become so emboldened, and I think that the issue is like the the um, you know, the problem is the the punishment of every liar is that they can never truly see the truth, and that's where we're at. And they're so the pendulum has swung so far in the other direction that even my a lot of my diehard liberal friends are like, I'm not with this anymore. Yeah. And and like we have to talk about we can't not talk about Trump, right? Well, hold on before you get into Trump. Okay. With this whole thing, right? Because I wonder about celebrities and people that have status or people whose voice like i mean the the reality is is that if i post this video on instagram or if you post this video on instagram you're obviously going to reach more people mm. so but have people said to you tommy why take this approach why not just be a fucking rock star and be good at being rock star like do you feel like you're doing this because you have a platform to reach people and people need to understand this i said what i said because okay so this is why i did i put the video out and I, I knew I was going to get crucified, and I knew I had to say certain things in order for it to go viral. And unfortunately, I took I rolled the dice. And, you know, in large part, the most important thing for me was that in the African-American community and as an African-American, it needed to be put out there in a way that people could understand that black culture, the black community, and black outrage is being used as a political pawn in this year of election. And it doesn't take away from police brutality. It doesn't right. take away from the, the lack of judicial reform that we require. It doesn't take away from the industrialized prison complex, which, uh, which uh, vilifies and destroys African-Americans, especially African-American men. It doesn't do any of that. It, if anything... As I recognize, recognize those things to be an issue, it makes me more angry as an African-American to watch an entire community and culture of people being preyed upon and used to push to the front line to create this social disorder and this lawlessness out of our own pain from the history that we have and the collective African-American pain body. It's like a psych the psychological group pain body. You know, and so if I get vilified and people think I'm an asshole and I get excommunicated and uh, whatever, but millions of people think that's well, worth it. Yeah. Fuck. It. I agree. I don't, I, I don't care about the, celebrity. That's the, I know you don't. And, and which is one of the reasons why we're friends. Uh, but I think that's the thing, dude, is like I said, I mean, I had so many people in my family or that I just know that. Well, like, you know, if anything else, it, it made people think. And I think in a we don't think a, for ourselves. We watch CNN, in a we time, watch MSNBC, yeah. whatever you and tell we watch, me. You and we do. watch Fox, too, which yeah. is completely conservative, which is, has its own bias. But it's like, it's like that thing we just talked about earlier, too, that you shared about if they came out on the news and said that COVID uh, affects you, or, uh, your only safety is from three feet off the ground, that people would be on skateboards yeah, pushing they themselves would be around, yeah. fucking yeah, low crawling they, to the fucking store. If they store. said COVID only uh, <laughs> is, was airborne and it only right. lived three feet above the floor, right. people would be crawling yeah. around like in the military, yeah. like and in a gunfight. Elbow pads. pads yeah, and then we'd be buying elbow pads right. instead of masks, <laughs> exactly. you know? Um, so, okay, so Trump. 
Uh, I mean, look, like this. Know is who hates Trump right now? Everybody. The transgender community. Oh, what did he do now? There's something about tra- if you transgender or abortion is not uh, something in healthcare. They're not. They're not. Do I don't know something. I, I can't pretend that I know, but I have friends that are transgender, and I've been seeing them post that he passed some bill about that they are not. Oh no 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 able no. To- I know. Okay, so yeah, so it's not about. Uh, so this is what it was. Uh, I read this, and then it was taken out of context, and I read what it is. So there was a bill passed that allowed, uh, if you're a Christian adoption agency, and you are, that's your religion, you're allowed to turn down adopting out children from that agency to transgender or gay. Ah. Now, which, I think that that's shitty. I think it's shitty. However, you know, if it was, you know, we live in a time where, like, if it was a Muslim adoption agency... No one would say anything about it. Right. But, you know, Christianity is considered not cool and right wing. Right. And so it's widely criticized. And the reality is, is that this, if you want to adopt, a, I'm adopted. If you want to adopt yeah, a baby, I didn't know that. See, yeah. we got something in common. So if you want to adopt a kid, then there's so many, there's so many, you know, the underserved communities have so many kids that are up for adoption. Well, that, that they that spend so much could, time. Yeah, and they could have such an amazing life. Yeah. And I, dude, I have, I've got gay friends that adopted kids. Yeah, I've, I've gay and lesbian I friends. I think who all that matters is, is the background and what's going on. Do you work? Is it a stable environment? This and that. Yeah, cool. You like to fuck donkeys on the weekend? Here's a kid. Yeah, you know? I mean, look, look. There's a lot. A lot of adopted kids would do better. <laughs> In families that are transgender, gay, or lesbian, than alcoholic drug addicts, fucking right, and that's and I know that for a fact. You know, you know what I mean. Um, so that stuff like that gets twisted up. Do I agree with it? Do I agree with like? Does that Christian organization have a right to deny? Yeah, it's but it like, should be it, a right to deny anything. It should just be like yeah, here's yeah, the parent yeah. and here's the statistics, and then but, you decide but based so, on that. Yeah, I mean. so but so it gets so basically like the media is after Trump, so they're like, how can we make this into a story and make it upsetting? And and the thing is too, like, the, so the interesting thing about Donald Trump is that never in the history of any president has so much money been spent to make a person who's who pretty much is a jerk off look like more of a jerk off right like it's like i mean they make him real easy to yeah, despise yeah. and hate yeah yeah yeah. He, i mean and he he plays into this stuff too so you know i have no idea you know i don't hate trump um i don't like particularly like him like i don't really and i don't know him right uh but whenever there's a lot of people attacking one person i'm I always am like, wait, why? I'm the kid who, like, if someone was getting jumped, I don't even care who's on the floor getting kicked. I run in and start punching people because it's not fair. Right. So, and then, you know, the guy is, like, he's 74 or 5 years old. Like, if they're, like, you know, he's, like, a grandpa. He's, like, an old, rich, white grandpa. So well, and, it's and, easy yeah. to not like that guy. Like, he's, like, and he's And a, a lot of the things that get pulled up is, like, yeah, yeah, in 85 and 94, he said this. And it's, like, well, yeah, okay. We, well, we can go check what I did in 94. Well, that's know? the thing, too, is, like, to be honest with you, like, I'm going to be completely transparent. Like, just because the Trump drama is so unbearable, I was willing to vote for Joe Biden 
until Joe Biden said on Charlemagne the God's morning show that if you don't vote for me, you're not, you're not even black. Yeah. So does that mean if I do but vote that I get out. to be black? I don't know. Well, you got to ask a, him. Dude. I so, can say the N word. So that's that. a so that's a thing. So and then a few days later, cue the race riots. I mean, Joe Biden lost a black vote in one sentence in one of the most racist things a presidential candidate has ever said in modern history. Who I'm like, dude, you? How could you say that you you were vice president to Barack Obama? Like, oh my God, bro. Right. And he keeps saying dumb shit. I mean, the dude's out to lunch. And so my question is, is that for all my friends who hate Trump and are, are, are liberal or Democratic, what the fuck is wrong with the Democratic Party that you can't find a fucking candidate that could fucking talk? What or doesn't have some crazy rap sheet? But isn't it what isn't that being an extremist of going, I hate Trump. I hate the Republicans. I hate Clinton. I hate the uh, the Democratic Party. I yeah, mean, but I don't hate like who, or I somebody so posts like, on my page but I like a Democratic Bill. thing, and I'm going to unfollow you because I hate Democrats. That's fucking bananas to me. Well, the that's well to me. This is the divisive nature of of how the media and the two party system are tearing us apart. They're tearing us apart. I mean, since Trump got elected, I can't believe how many people put even on like when I was on date naps. Trump supporters swipe left. What? Well, that's L.A., but that's also the indoctrinated. Like, you have, you know, you have to understand. I have a breakdown of who owns what. I know you sent me twenty. Oh yeah, I sent you all of them. <laughs> so from like, you know, from like, you know, CNN and Tommy and sends the, me all this the, stuff, and he's like, "You need New to learn this. You need to know this." I feel like I got a fucking test coming up on Sunday. But, I'm like, "Oh fuck!" But this is what this is. So, you know, there were some things that that I didn't realize, and that, you know. This is, some, I, you know, I will say out of ignorance, I felt because I am black that I was safe to talk about racism as a black man right. because black lives matter. But the reality is for liberals, for white liberals, though, only white people sent me death threats. Only white people threatened to kill oh, me really? and hurt my family. Only white people. Only white people. Oh. Every African-American person that had an, a, an, a, 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 sent me a message I spent hours talking to people and I explained myself and I started off by apologizing because I said a lie in order to get the truth out. Right. And the ends justify the means. Right, right. Now, so, so I, I lost the track, my track of thought. So. About Trump. So. No, no, no. We were talking. We I was getting to a point. <laughs> racism or that you were black. You thought you. Oh, I thought I was safe to, to speak. Because everyone in cancel culture is like they cancel you if you're white, right? And black, and where everyone's like Black Lives Matter, but it's not Black conservative lives. And I don't even identify as conservative. I identify as probably moderate, right? I'm accused of being, you know, like my guitar player is like uber liberal, dude. He would like, you know, he would like slit a baby's throat and bleed it out if he, you know, for Hillary if she told him to, like that. He's just he, that's his thing. He's like right. that's who he's for, and it, and like he doesn't care. No matter what happens or what they do, as long as it's not Trump. And that's a lot of people. And that's okay. Yeah. And I'm like, and, you know, he he called me and he had his things and he said what he said. And I support him and I support his statements. And the biggest thing is, is I support his right to free speech. Right. We don't have that. Black lives don't matter if, uh, if you have a black conservative voice. And so you are canceled. 
So even, and then it went as far as one of the publications accused me of <laughs> anti-Semitism because I called out a billionaire who on Dateline and 60 Minutes did interviews where he said the happiest moments of his childhood were when he was with his uncle who was in the SS, right? His adopted uncle who was an SS Nazi member right. when they were stealing properties and homes from the Jews who had just been sent to concentration camps. And then after the fact, he was asked, do you believe in God? And he laughed and said, no. So I, so basically there's this whole like arc of now if you're, if you're black and you speak up, you can't say you're racist because you're black. And that would, it burst the bubble, the liberal bubble of their whole, the, their whole campaign of silencing anyone who speaks up against them. So then they have to go into the guise of anti-Semitism because I mentioned this billionaire who is not Jewish and is a Nazi sympathizer. <laughs> and it's like, it's madness. It's so, and like. That may or may not have fucking yeah. torn Russia apart. Uh, yeah, the Ukraine. So, you know, there's like, if you look at, if you if you go on online and you look up you know the 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 changing of the of the guard like the the changing of power in Ukraine in 2004 and you research the whole history the exact same things happening in America in one common denominator yeah so let me ask you this with Trump do you think uh do you think his cuz I agree whoever his advisor is he should not be on fucking Twitter for one second of the day he doesn't but listen to his advisor he clearly sure that guy's got to have the worst job he's sweating <laughs> constantly sweating do you think he calls oh him sir or he goes don check it out don donnie buddy listen he needs to me. A, yeah he yeah. needs a homie like he needs you, someone to go donnie check it out that dude. could be your Nothing job respect for you don't like, fucking post that uh, hey know? kid bro yeah bro. dude check it out just get like um, a, yeah just get like a mass yeah. hole to move in with yeah, him like, like bro kid what the fuck are you doing you can't post that shit yeah um so but do you think that his actions have been that of making america great has he done things that no president's been able to do even though he is not the brightest motherfucker, like that's not who I'm copying my homework off of is Donald Trump. But has he, as a president, done things to benefit the American people? Look, as a Donald Trump is a public relations nightmare. Okay, <laughs> he he's like you know, and I think you know there was a decision at one point where he could have been like when he became president, where he was like. Am I going to treat the media with dignity and respect and, like, figure out how we're going to get through this thing together? Like, like what Obama would do. And he, some at some at for some reason, he was just like, nah, fuck this. He's like the meme where the guy throws the papers. And he just went rogue. And, we're just, and I'm like, you know, as an American, you know, who I, I just want him to stop. I just, I'm like, dude, do you, like, do what you're doing for the economy. I mean, you can't. You can't deny the fact that the economy before COVID was the best that it's it's been in right. a, in our lifetime. So he because he's a businessman and he also is doing he's making foreign foreign trade deals that are in our best interest. The other thing is we're not at war. Right. Like if you look at the presidents of the past, oh I don't know twenty years, like everybody's got this war, that war, yeah. that war. That, there's no war going on. Yeah. The war that's going on is a civil war. Right. You know what I mean? And it's being played out in our homes with our family members and our neighbors. And and uh, it's a very it's very strange. I'll tell you what I what I don't respect either is. Uh, well, I guess there's 
there's a difference between apologizing and there's a difference between backpedaling. And I feel like there's been both and a lot more backpedaling than apologies. Like, how do you feel about this? Uh, the general that was there with the president when they took the picture in front of the church. And now he's going on to state that he, you know, he made a mistake and he shouldn't have been there and this and that. And what do you mean? The general, when he held up the Bible? Yeah, when he held up the Bible in front of the church. I didn't the, even see the general yeah. and, I, and I just don't care. But I, and I, again, but, but Look, that's the thing is like, what, how come there's some shit you do care about, some shit you don't? It's like, why are some people will post something and then, dude, it, this is what's fucking frustrating me is that so many people are posting shit and then as soon as it's fuck you or this and that, then they're going, you know what? Um, I what I meant was in backpedaling, right? Well, it's like, is, hey man, well, stay to is, your guns. It's like when we said about being racist, something be racist yeah, and be fucking go all in. You want to riot, go all in, right? Yeah. I support at least you're standing behind. And listen, you if you're gonna, if you're going to look, and this is the thing too, if you're gonna play the game and you're gonna manipulate, like what I did was very manipulative, and so I rectified the manipulation. I'm like, look, this is what's up, this is that. Also, I, you know, the problem is that I left disclaimers. I said, I am not, yeah. a, I'm not a politician. I'm not a political science major. I'm not a sociologist. This is all on the internet. And this is the real situation. If the marker video is wrong, there's a serious issue with misinformation being on the internet, mm -hmm. right? If the marker video is true, holy fucking shit. Right. It's utterly unconscionably, disgracefully, irrevocably, unabashedly unacceptable, period. So whichever one it is, we got a fucking problem, bro. We got a problem. Um, white There's a privilege. lot of words. White privilege. Well, All what right. does it feel like? Motherfucker, <laughs> well, I'm an ex-con. Um, but I'm also a veteran. I have veteran privilege in some circles, and then I have fucking will tase you if you don't get on the floor and others. And yeah, then I have also, heavy metal privilege. Yeah. Da -na 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 -na. All right. Um, dude, another thing that I fucking I don't love personally, and maybe it's not cool, but is how many black people, mainly mixed, that I will see explaining in videos to their white friends of how they need what they need to do and how to support black lives matter and this is how you need to be white and it's like yeah i don't know so i don't i well i said this on because i knew that certain political parties were going up for appeals on blackout tuesday and i refused to comply with a social media blackout for a cause when what it's really going on is it's it's like everyone is deciding to not be on social media where the truth could come out. And I put I posted a, a picture of me holding up an American flag with a blue line through it because I support law enforcement. But you could have everyone could have put a black thing a square and still the whole country would be like this just scrolling through and liking black Black squares, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, well, that they one a lot of any major companies that didn't post the black square are being they're black, losing their yeah, business. Black, black. Yeah, they're getting destroyed. So, so even Starbucks, because they're not allowing employees to wear Black Lives Matter stuff, they're trying to like. I'm like, dude, Starbucks is. I'm sure that the DNC owns some some piece of Starbucks, and like you're still screwing with your own brands. Like, okay. These are the kind of things that. Uh, <laughs> Man, 
I, you know, and it's like, I, I don't, I don't know how I feel about so many things where it's just like, I know people and it's like, dude, you can't last week have had a conversation with me on the phone and jokingly said the N word. And then this week have all this black lives matter and making TikToks with what you can do and where you can donate. Dude, shut the fuck up. Just go back to having no clue or whatever it was. Don't try to be the best Black Lives supporter member all of a sudden. But then am yeah. I wrong? Because, you know, the Boston Strong thing after the marathon. Did more people start giving a fuck about Boston because that was crazy? Yeah. But yeah so Same I mean, thing I, with 9-11 in New York. Same thing with Vegas Strong after the Vegas massacre. Right. And, I, and that's know, what's made the most sense to me with when people say all lives matter. And it's like, that's true. Like, yeah, yeah, it was people, Boston strong. We stand with Vegas. So, yes, at the moment, it's this yeah. Black Lives Matter movement, which I think is important. I'm not discrediting that. But well, I guess the, I don't know. I would like to see. I would like to see a Black Lives Matter movement where the money goes to the African-American community. Right. That's the problem. It's not that the the marching is wrong. It's not that the cause is wrong. It's not that there's outrage. It's not that we that we've gotten to a place where we have to make serious changes to the system. It's that all the things that are important about it are being used for a bunch of rich white people to extract money from the country to fuel their campaign. I feel like on a personal level where it starts with, with me and the next person, because if I just start going, where do I go, donate here and how this, if I now educate myself and start to do work on myself and find out what led me to racism, what led me to hate and, and being full of hate and rage and all this shit, and then I start to become a better human being. Well, let's, I answer, have, let's answer that question. What leads to racism? For me personally, on both sides. I, I heard my dad my grandfather, it was okay to say the N-word, mm. to say these other words that were uh, racist, if you will, uh, that I won't mention, but we all know them. And it was okay to say that, joking around. It was okay to say it with my friends. Now, I grew up in a predominantly white middle to upper class town just north of Boston. And we had what was called the Metro, uh, the Metco system, which was they would bus inner city black kids. Yeah, we had that. We had, and uh, they would come to our school. Now, what that did was. I had segregated lunch. Yeah, they we separated they the white kids and the black kids in two different cafeterias. That's yeah, that's weird. as early they as they did that like in South in Boston the 80, with in the, the bus in the 1980s. And, and yeah. Yeah, yeah, but with us, it was like you know, it brought culture. It brought us like this. Oh, kids from the city and and this and like you know, it, it was. It gave us a sense of like, oh, this look how cool we are because we know a black kid from the city, right? But when they were there, it was cool, and you did whatever. After school is when you were with your friends and you're like, hey, the fucking this and then talking shit again. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'll never forget in fifth grade. However, I learned the N word, but I learned it and I said it to a group of kids. And I remember them chasing me around the school until one of them finally caught me and, and beat my ass. But that's when I realized at such a young age that I did it because it was such an adrenaline thing. Right. Hence, motorcycles, the military, prison, anything mostly in my life that's been fueled. So this is at such a young age that mm -hmm. this gave me a. Oh, I got a reaction. Same reason why I threw rocks at cars when I was a kid. I don't want you to keep driving. I want you to stop and get out, and maybe I'm going to get caught, maybe not, right? Mm -hmm. So um, as time went on, then you like, I go to the military, and the military is very, yes, my brothers in arms, but it's still the Spanish guys are with the Spanish guys, the black guys, the white guys, for the most part, from what I saw. And I really only had one or two uh, black guys in my entire um, company. And... 
then moving out of the military and going to prison, what prison did was gave me this place to be even fake, more, more fake tough guy than I was. It gave me this platform to get tattoos, to be segregated, to claim that I'm a white supremacist, and anything I can do to just further the status of like, I'm fucking white and proud, and you know, just full of shit, dude. I was fucking scared, I was terrified inside, and mm -hmm. I didn't want anyone to know that. Mm -hmm. So whatever I have to do, to do I have to join the Hells Angels, do I have to join the, how do I join the AB? Like all this shit seems so fucking cool to me, and it's like, mm -hmm. I'm the master fucking white. And then when I got sober, dude, it was just like the same reason why I didn't like you if you were gay. If you weren't, you know, if you didn't front, weren't from the city of Boston, which I, w I was from a town and all I ever cared about was to be from the city. And I finally got a seat at the South Boston table in state prison. And that was it, dude. That's I, I had arrived. That's all I ever mm -hmm. needed on my fucking for my credibility. Very, that sounds very privileged. Yeah. And then what happened was I got sober and it was like. I need to lay out the facts. What makes me racist? Why do I hate? Why do I harbor so much hate in my heart? And really, it was learned behavior. It was stuff that was okay. Uh, what I saw in my area. And then my own unprocessed trauma. And once I started to address and deal with all that stuff is when I realized how many connections I wasn't making in life, how many people I had cut off because of your race, religion, creed, sexual identity, and how small-minded and how small my circle was. And since losing those, that ideology, now I have so many friends and so many networks and like it never to me, I don't meet somebody now and go, oh, here's a black guy, maybe I'll be friends with him. I meet somebody and it's just like, oh, hey, I'm Shane, you're so-and-so, nice to meet you. I don't care. Like mm -hmm. the day that I thought I would have transgender friends, black friends, like it, it just doesn't matter to me anymore. And I just, it really came down to, I had to lay out the facts, you know, and I didn't have enough to support my, my beliefs. If I'm a rational human being, I can't just, I feel like a lot of racism is just like, this looks cool because of where I'm from. Now, right? let, me, let me ask you a question. Can those same principles that extinguish hate from your heart and allow your circle to grow big enough to be all inclusive to everyone apply to people? who are exclusively Republican or Democratic, uh, Democratic. And that's the real issue. The new hate crime is being on a political side. Right. And we are not being open-minded, and we are shutting and casting people out. We are writing them off and criticizing them. And there is a lot of good critical thinkers on both sides of the party. And this is the problem. This is the divisive nature of what the media is doing. This is a new form of institutionalized racism. Like racism, the new racism is blue. It's like there's this narrative that all police are racist, right. and we can go through the stats, we can go down the line. And this honestly, the numbers are not in favor of the narrative because what do we know? Twice as many white people are killed by police officers than black. Three percent, uh, 30, I'm sorry, 30% more Hispanic people are killed by police officers than, than, than African Americans. And then you also have to, you have to disseminate, too, how many people are killed without a weapon versus with a weapon, you know? I and, mean... And so, the, so, but, so out of the... Every year, there are over 3 million altercations between police, between law enforcement and the public. 3 million. And then you have to stack that up with how many people are shot and killed each year.
and I'm not, I'm not gonna recite the numbers because I'm too t I'm tired of you yeah. motherfuckers, lazy, stupid, ignorant, slothful morons. Go online, look at it's not my I'm not your dad. Yeah. I and I'm not here to tell you what side you're supposed to be on. Yeah. I don't care who you vote for. Pick up a phone and type in Google. Pick up a phone and type in Google. That's but it. that's the thing. It's like I I think one of the things I was criticized most for with the video was not the 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 um one one of my closest friends he, what he was so indignant about the marker video was the way that it portrayed the Democratic Party and I'm like so you didn't care that I said racism doesn't exist and yeah. it's manufactured the most offensive part isn't the thing that affected you the thing that affected you is this you're taking votes away from getting rid of Trump yeah, right. And so your is your hatred, and this is the thing, this is we have to talk about hatred. Is your hatred for Trump so blinding and so valuable that you're willing to sacrifice your own people, freedom of speech, sovereignty, and our dignity? You can't it's like, and once you start like once you take hate for anything out of the equation, you start to see what's going on. I don't hate anybody. I don't. I just don't. I don't like seeing bullshit. Yeah. You know. And I will. I put myself in a, in front of a firing squad to say, "Hey, this is bullshit." And it was it was misunderstood and misquoted, and it was like, you ever see Stand by Me? Yeah, of course. You know when Lard asked Logan, yeah. he he like he chow he, down wide load. Yeah, he makes himself sick, and yeah. then he and there's a pie eating contest, and then bars on the next yeah. guy, and then everyone starts vomiting on each other, and he just sits back after yeah. all the years yes, of the I'm of the bullshit, fuck. and he's like, "That's what it is." So cool, you guys want to fucking do all this, throw hate around, do all this bullshit. You know, you want to manipulate this constantly manipulating everything and turning stories around. Well, here you go. Here's a story. Have a good one. Enjoy. 37 million people in less than five days. And I've gotten calls from the now my phone, my black book and my phone is filled with microbiologists, oncologists, doctors. I've had celebrities that are so like some of the most influential people I've had people in the entertainment industry who won't don't want a record of them calling my phone and hit call my attorney. Found the only pay phone in town. They call my attorney and have me patched in to tell me how brave what I did was. Yeah. And that is that's all that is ninety nine percent of any of the interactions that I'm having. You know, and and the reality is that we should be and whether or not you agree with what what I say or whether or not you agree what you say or what anyone from the right or the left or the middle of the it doesn't matter we 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 are losing the first amendment we're losing our our sovereign right to free speech it's our god-given right and that's a, and that's the thing is that hey man if you want to watch CNN and you believe everything on CNN you, yeah you them. should follow I, Fox. I, I support if you don't that. like this podcast and you don't like what we would have to hit you don't have to listen to it you know what I mean? Well, but, this, but the well, you know, it's become the trading of information is now 
you know, if it's against the ma- the masters, the, the owners, it has to be snuffed out because we cannot have Americans thinking for themselves. It is a critical time. We cannot have this. We let yeah. them do it four years ago, and look what they did. Look at the deplorables. We would de- the the de- anyone anyone who didn't go to this one side were considered what white trash deplorables. What about black conservatives? What about Asian conservatives? Why? What about Muslim conservatives? Why is it that you know? Why is it that people are not seeing what's really going on here? What is white privilege? What is it? What is it? It is, it is, it is, I'll say what the concept, the concept of white privilege is that because you were born white, you are, you inherited special privileges as an American. Now, this concept of white privilege is used as a mute button for any white person who questions the narrative. You don't understand it's white privilege. So you have an entire movement that is empowering that. So you have you have Black Lives Matter saying we have to end racism at any cost. But you're using the word race. You're misusing the word racism and you have created the term white privilege in order to silence a group of people based on their race from expressing their First Amendment right. So you're trading one kind of racism for another and then saying well you can't be racist if you're black you most certainly can anyone can be racist against anyone else and that entire ideology that they are spoon feeding you fucking idiots and you're you're eating it like porridge oh yes this one's too hot this one's too cold this one's just right it's bullshit and you're a fucking moron so does white privilege the term go in the same box as my truth or are those separate no it's both it's fake Right, so they're in the same box, So right? white privilege doesn't exist, doesn't, to me, and this is the headline that Tommy Vick says, white yeah. privilege doesn't exist. Look, and if it does, there's got to be levels to it, because, like, you no, know, I don't, I'm not getting the same treatment. That, privilege is based on money. Social state, yes. Yeah, monetary privilege. Right. So if you're born into a wealthy family, you have privileges. As Americans, every American is born with American privilege. Because of the freedoms that we have in the Constitution, because of the people who fought and died for it, white and black. Quick shout out to the army. Happy birthday! Happy, Hoo-ha. happy birthday! Hoo-ha. Yeah. Um, so, so it's so we are we're suffering from our privilege. We are traumatized by our privilege. We, and that in turn insane. is what makes people feel ashamed. I should be ashamed that you don't, I'm don't, white. I'm, you ash- I, I'm yeah. not. No, no, but that's but what I'm these telling. These are the people yeah. that start going, oh, shit, well, I guess, yeah, I got to be ashamed that this. I got to be upset that you know, a, I didn't grow up in the hood, and I got to be. It's a it's psyop. Like, hey, it's a psychological yeah. CIA form of civilian psychological warfare. To address real quickly that I forgot because I, I explained the backstory to the racism, but if it starts at a, a personal level of me now having these beliefs, now I am able to have black friends have do this and, and, and make other people aware and hope that that's why it's like, can one person be a voice of change? Of yeah. Course. Because when to, I go and talk to other guys have to that have struggled at, with this same thing and it makes sense to them. But you have to look at my position. I'm an African-American. I'm in the one of the biggest new metal rock bands in the world, right? 
I'm Billboard's Billboard's number one artist in active rock two years in a row. Uh, on Monday, they will announce that I have my fifth number one song at Active Rock Radio, and I'm African American. These things would not be possible if racism was as prevalent as it was 30, right. 20, 30, right. 40 years ago. But the music community, music is a language where all people come together. It's a unifier. It's not, it doesn't segregate. Right. Okay. So you have hip hop being the number one driving most, uh, most financially lucrative form of, of music in the world. And it's African-American and there are not enough African-Americans to constitute the sales. So it's a lot of white people, a lot of white people and Asian people, Hispanic people who are all buying this music as well. So when we look at music as a unifier, it literally extinguishes our segregation. And the, the, what, what I do in my, in my material is I just tell the truth. I talk about what I know. I talk about my experience and whatever experiences I'm having, it seems like a lot of people are having the same problems. And in America, if we break it down and we talk about what everyone's going through, especially in 2020, like, look, the coronavirus, it, it didn't care at what race you were. It didn't care... It didn't care how much money you had. It just wanted to kill you. So for one, for a blinking moment, we had this pandemic that, oh, shit, we're all in danger. Yeah, We're all in trouble here. It's the same thing with addiction. I mean, I'm from, I'm a white kid from the suburbs, and mm-hmm. a lot of my friends are dead from heroin. Mm-hmm. It is not just an inner city or you live under a bridge. Well, dude, the opi- we've talked about the opioid crisis and, the, and, and how much, like, more people have died of heroin and opioids in the past two years than in the Vietnam War. Yeah. And we're not talking, and, like, those are staggering. Like, dude, if you compare those numbers to COVID-19 and then you multiplied it, it wouldn't even come, you could multiply it by years and it wouldn't even fucking come close. And it's not, and it doesn't get the attention that it needs. And the, you know, I'm I'm engaging in, in, in um, nonprofits, and I'm doing all this stuff. The next, you know, the next format and mode is to attack the opioid crisis. You know, it's just that you know we're amongst all this, amongst all this shit that's going on. You know, and so, yeah, it's uh it's a fucking weird time, man. But I I don't don't if you're if you're if you're black, you know. Don't be ashamed of being black. If you're white, don't be ashamed of being white. If you're gay, don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed of anything that you are. Nobody has a right to make you feel ashamed of anything that you are. That is your you it is your right to be whoever you are and believe what you believe and love who you love and do what you do and that is that is what makes America great. America is great. It's when I'm making it great again. The great thing about this country is you can be whoever the fuck you want. And the, and do you and mind your fucking business. Don't worry about what I'm doing. Don't worry. Everybody's the like the internet. So fucking worry. Well, it's man. an internet of nosy neighbors. The Karen right. culture is like, you know, everybody feels like, well, they're not, you know, and it's like you, you, you're, um, you don't realize that you've been indoctrinated to police your own people, and this is a communist Marxism mentality. So in in com in, in countries like China or other other communist countries. 
they influence the population so to to a uh, to a place where they cannot think for themselves, and that they have manipulated these psychological scripts that anyone who has an independent thought must be disposed of because there will be penalties or they're causing danger. Look at COVID-19. If you go outside, you're killing grandmas. You're, you're, you're a murderer. You're a murderer. You're going to kill people. You're going to fucking do this. Da, da, da. We got to flatten the curve. On and on and on. Months and months and months. What about the economy? What about the economy? What are we going to do? People are losing their jobs. People are committing suicide. People are so scared to go to the hospital. They're dying of other things because they won't go get help. Meanwhile, the hospitals are fucking empty. Then a cop kills a guy and he, he kills this man he murdered him on it was horrible it's fucking horrible and those police officers should should go to jail and i think that uh derek charman should get the death penalty that's my official stance mm -hmm. he murdered that man and he should he should get the death penalty and then that should be a, a symbol that this is that this kind of behavior is unacceptable and he should go to maximum security gen pop no, well, that is a death penalty. I so know. anyway, so we ha so we have COVID, and we're all grandma killers if we go outside, and we're part of the problem, and we're vilified, and right, our own community is doing this to us because they are taking the information from the news and not from science, and they, and then the riots, the 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 murder happens, and immediately there are riots. There were millions of people. In the streets, fighting, burning, looting, protesting, and attacking each other for two weeks almost, all across the nation. And that was three weeks ago. And the incubation period for COVID 19 is 14 days. And no one is sick. With a fuck row of sick people. <laughs> It makes me crazy. It makes me fucking so upset. Put your fucking mask on. Anyway. Yeah, put your fucking... <laughs> that's it. Put your mask on and take a knee. That's it. Servitude, that's civility. It. Yeah, put of course. Put your fucking mask on. And Yo, shut and so listen, mouth. if I see... Listen, if, you're, if, you, if I see one white person kneel at my feet <laughs> and not suck my dick... <laughs> no, it's just like... I, it's crazy. People are like, kneel, like, get the fuck out of here with oh, this shit. Man. Like, yo, don't, like, just give me five bucks. Just stay on your feet. Yeah, if you see me walking around, and you if you yo, feel bro. so guilty about being white, just give me a dollar. Get my fucking head nod and keep like, it pumping. Yeah, Wait, what's up, yeah, Tommy? Good to see it. you. Fuck off. Uh, stop this shit. This insanity. It's insane. Matter of fact, bring some insanity. sneaker cleaner with you. You know what I mean? Might dust the J's up Like, today. that's what I'm saying. Look at these. I got a black spot right here. It's I know, like, but those are still looking fresh. You've had those for a hot second. Yeah, yeah. Well, I kept them. I keep it. I like to yeah. keep it clean. Come on, bro. Who are you talking to? I mean, you know, you know? I have those too. But anyway, I I, yeah. Anyway, um, did you see the the Nancy Pelosi memes of Black Panther? But it's Black Panther in the no. letters. Oh yeah, it's like it's that's it, the next wave. No, it's just in, it's just insanity. I'm like, dude, what is going on? It's all insane, man. Look, dude, fucking, just try to be better today than you were yesterday, everybody. 
you know, do something nice for somebody, no matter what. Black, white, gay, straight, fucking, they can do a backflip, can't do a backflip. Just try to be a better person. Stop And stop arguing on the goddamn, on the internet. Yeah, stop like, commenting. Who even has time to fucking comment on people, I watch well, can't so go, many videos you can't and go so anywhere. many things, and never once do I go, this is funny, but, and I need to type this out. Well, this, is the, this is the most interesting thing. Out of all of the, like, out of all of the messages, no one at any point in time sent me, I, I literally asked for someone to disprove the marker theory. Yeah. And out of the 37 million people who saw the video, I still cannot yeah. find any human person that can disprove the conspiracy theory. That's when the answer goes, you're a fucking idiot. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, but I was. At, I'm, I, look, I found. Prove this, me. I found Show this information, I and I'm not saying it's my opinion. I just found it, and I'm like, dude, if this is fucking real, holy fucking shit! And if this is not real, holy shit! Like, what is going on the internet right now? I mean, there's lots of wild shit. There's lots of crazy shit. There's, you know, some people are like there's aliens, and some people are like there's pedophiles everywhere, and some people are like oh, Satanists. I'm like, it's fucking madness. It's madness. But when it came to this, I was like, this actually makes sense. But let me see if anybody knows if this is bullshit. And my most diehard liberal friends got nothing for me. They're just upset. They're upset because of the way that the information paints their party. And I'm like, I don't care about the party. I care about America. I don't care who the fucking president is. I mean, at this point, why are we even? Why are we stuck voting between the Democrats and yeah. the Republicans? Like, I—that's what my dude, stance get, on voting. Get, Give me someone to vote yeah, for. Joe Rogan and fucking the Dwayne, Rock. Dwayne the Rock yeah. Johnson. Then you'll have me. And then, dude, let's otherwise just fucking get do a fucking yeah. poodle and a chihuahua, and it's the same fucking difference. Yeah, and their whole slogan could just be "Stop the goddamn bullshit, yeah. 2020." Let's stop fucking about. Like seriously. All right, guys, um, you can find us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple uh, Podcasts, and Anchor FM at Deviant Gentleman Podcast. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook, Deviant Gentleman, Tommy's personal page, at Tommy Vex, my personal page, at Shane.Vitco. Um, DeviantGentleman.com. You can order merch. You can find all our links. I'm going to get some new shirts up. Yeah, we're gonna, we got some stuff in the works. Me and Tommy have been... Uh, yeah, some parental been, advisory shirts. Yeah, me and Tommy been in the basement, fucking with uh, sewing machines and all kinds of shit, and we're just we do our we, we do, do our own day. labor. Yeah, we yeah. don't outsource to China. Fuck yeah. that shit. Made um, in America. Yeah, well, fucking a man. That's there's so much shit we didn't get to too. So uh, maybe we'll do a part two to this. Yeah, uh, maybe. We didn't do defunding the police. We didn't, you know, there's so much. Yeah, good luck with that, yeah. Chaz Zone up in Seattle. Were the Hells Angels and the Mongols on their way? No. That's a bet. That would have been, you know, oh, Dana White so should have got involved sick. in that yeah. one and made sure it happened. Right, like, right. It's like on pay-per-view. <laughs> right. you know, and the Mongols and the Hells Angels teamed up for the first time to take in on Chaz and Antifa yeah. live. Live on pay-per-view. And just like Vince McMahon shows up and they're like, <laughs> you know, they just set up a ring. It's, it's a Royal Rumble for the uh, ages. All right, guys. There it is. You heard the fucking time. Uh, uh, we love you. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Yeah, yeah.